Hey there, friend. Welcome to the Boutique Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra Stockland. A former boutique owner myself, I love nothing more than chatting with you about all things boutique business. Each week, I'll tackle a new business concept and help break it down into bite-sized, actionable steps that will give you the confidence to build a profitable business. Now, let's get started. Hey, hey, happy Tuesday. My name is Sierra. I'm the founder of the Boutique Workshop, and it is my goal to help boutique owners just like you take complicated tasks and break them down into bite-sized, actionable steps that you can take and implement in your business today. I like to say that I give boutique owners the confidence to build a profitable boutique. And a lot of times that confidence just comes from us understanding what to focus on in our business. When we feel like we really don't know what to focus on in our business, that's when we get that overwhelm, the self-doubt, the second guessing. And a lot of that stuff, you guys, that takes up a lot of our mental space and it takes a lot of time out of our day. When we're constantly second guessing ourselves or overthinking something or making a decision and then going back and changing it, that can eat into our productivity, it can eat into our self-confidence, it can eat into the time that we have allotted for particular tasks. And so I like to say that I help boutique owners build the confidence to build a profitable boutique by understanding the foundational numbers of your business. All right, and so today we're gonna be talking about defining our customer, our core customer. We just got through this over in the boutique workshop, we just finished up this conversation um, and we were talking about defining our core customer because when you really understand who that core customer is, um, the world is open for you, right? You know how to speak to her through Facebook ads and marketing. You know how to speak to her through emails. You know how to speak to her when she comes into the store. You know how to buy better for her. And so we're just going to brush lightly on the surface today of that core customer and what we just finished up working on over in the boutique workshop. All right, so defining our customer avatar um, and the target market that we focus on. So these are the key thoughts that I went over with the boutique workshop. I'm going to give you a sneak peek. I'm not going to give you all of it because you got to be a member to get all the good stuff. But our key thought for last month was this. Today is your opportunity to build the tomorrow you want. Today, today, this day right here, right now is your opportunity to build the tomorrow you want. And then we wrapped in some key thoughts around our customer and who she is. Becoming confident and understanding who your customer is and what she wants will move the needle forward. I want you guys to think about that. When you become confident in who your customer is and what that customer wants, it will help you move the needle forward. Um, a couple minutes ago, I talked about how if you're second guessing everything that you do, you um, waste time, you waste energy, you waste mental capacity, right? You're second guessing, you're redoing things. The same thing comes to our customers. If we're constantly second guessing who that customer is because someone else walks in off the street and tells us we should have XYZ in our store, um, if we see our neighbor boutique doing XYZ and making gazillions of dollars, so we think, um, and so we think, well, now we should pivot and we should focus on that customer, um, maybe we're not making, this happens a lot, we're not making the sales we want to make. And so we panic and we think we need to pivot and go search for a different type of customer, right? Being confident in your, who your customer is and what your customer wants 
will help you move the needle forward because you're not wasting time and money on buying the wrong things, merchandising in the wrong way, and marketing to the wrong people. The second thing I want you to think about always, I keep saying it in here, you are selling a solution, not a product. So as you define who your customer is, your target market, your customer avatar, remember always you are selling a solution. I don't care if you sell little kids shoes. I don't care if you sell women's makeup. I don't care if you're a maternity store or if you're a men's boutique. You are selling a solution to a problem that someone has. You just happen to have the things that you can trade them for money, right? That they can give you money and you can give them the things, right? But you're selling a solution. You're selling um, a feeling that someone's looking for. You're selling a problem that they have. You have the solution to that problem for them, whether that be you know, wanting to look a certain way, wanting to feel a certain way, wanting to socialize in a certain manner. We are doing that with our retail boutiques and that is the solution that we're offering our customer. And so in that, we need to create a signature offer for your boutique based on your target market and your avatar. And that's the key for success. Creating a signature offer, something that you are known for in your boutique. Maybe that's how you style, Maybe that's an upsell that you have on something in particular. Maybe it's a charity event that you do every single month with different charities. Something that you are known for, that signature event that would resonate with your avatar, with your target customer. That is what you're going to get known for, and that is going to be your key for success. Um, okay, so three things are really important in identifying so you can find your ideal customer, and that's where I'm going to leave it with you today, okay? So we have our key thoughts. And then our three key thoughts, and then here's the three things you need to focus on. Your target market, your target market segment, and your avatar. Tell me if you guys have ever um, done an avatar exercise before, or if you've even heard of an avatar exercise. Let me know. Drop it in the comments. Let me know if you've ever done any type of avatar exercise before. And while I'm going to do that, I'm going to answer Brianna's questions. My favorite color, I would have to say, it kind of fluctuates. I love blue, like dark cobalt blue, so like a richer blue than navy, um, which you probably see because it's in all my marketing. And I also really love like slate gray. To wear, I like grays, blacks, creams, um, color to like decorate or accent with, blue. Um, and then my favorite book, oh my goodness, I have so many books I love. Um, I love the book Breaking Busy. If you guys need a new good book to go into 2021 with, you need to read Breaking Busy by Allie Worthington. I didn't read it this year, but for the past probably four years, I've read it every single year um, in January, and it just helps focus my mind on getting rid of all the excess thinking, busy work stuff that we don't need to be doing in our life and our business, and it helps me streamline, so I love that book. My favorite type of music. Um, you know what? Okay, here's something super funny. I know this has nothing to do with Capitar, but here, actually, I'm going to bring this back around to your customer avatar. So you guys are asking me things about myself. So I want you to think about these answers I'm giving you, and then I want you to start to form what my avatar would be. If I was your ideal customer, and you're asking me these questions based on the answers I'm giving you, how would you create me as your core customer or your avatar? There you go. We're tying it around. Okay, favorite music. It really depends. So I love inspirational music in the morning. I'm kind of weird like this. So I like inspirational music in the morning. So I love to listen to like modern hymns or praise and worship music. I don't really like it live. I'm kind of fussy. Like I don't really like to listen to music that was recorded live. 
Um, whenever I do my books, so whenever I do my cookbooks, I always listen to old country music. I don't know what it is. Not old, old, but like um, Rand, um, Andy, what's his name? Um, not Andrew Jackson. Um, you know who I'm talking about. And like um, Toby Keith and Shania Twain, like that kind of music. So whenever I do my books, I listen to country music. In the afternoon, I like to listen to like pop. So in the afternoon, just working, if I'm working on a project, then like Ed Sheeran or something like that. Um, and then I love podcasts. So it's kind of weird. I don't know. I have my music that kind of goes with my projects. It's kind of weird. Um, let's see. Sarah said, what did you do before owning your boutique? Okay. So fun question. So remember, you guys are taking all these questions you're answering me and you're creating a customer avatar. If you're like, Sierra is my ideal customer. She's who I'm going to market to. She's who I'm going to buy for. This is who my boutique is is." created for this is my avatar think about the answers I'm giving you as you create that customer avatar so um, what did I do before owning my boutique I have owned businesses forever so I started my first business when I was 14 and I built that and grew it to it was a theater um, company and I built that and grew that for about a decade um, we worked with I had an acting company studio we performed in the major like Fargo theater which is the major theater downtown and colleges and universities so I did that for about a dozen years and before that um, I used to knit and I would go around to local boutiques in the Minnesota there's lots of lake towns around here so in the summer I would take my little box um, and this was probably between the ages of like 10 to 14 or something like that um, I would knit like little bags and I would create really pretty I thought it was pretty if I looked at it now, it would probably be like scary, but um, jewelry. And I would take it to local boutiques. I would just go up to the counter. I'd ask for the owner. And then I'd be like, hey, you know, this is my collection. Would you, you be interested in carrying it in your store? So I did that. So that was not a formal business, but that was a money-making venture before my theater company, which then preceded my retail store. Um, okay, so Sarah said she hasn't heard of an avatar exercise before. So let's talk about... Um, an avatar exercise and why it's so important. So in order to really understand who your customer is, you're going to define your target um, market, which we all know that our target market is retail in some form or fashion, and then the target market segment. So we're all in retail, but then what segment of this industry are we in? So we're going to define that and be as definitive and, um, yeah, I guess that's the best word, be as definitive as possible. And then you're going to dig into your customer avatar. And Sarah mentioned she hasn't done an exercise like this before. And I know a lot of you guys probably haven't. Um, if you were in the boutique workshop, we just finished one up. But if you haven't done one before, if you've tried it and it just didn't make a lot of sense to you, let me talk about how I like to do a customer avatar exercise. So if you have had a boutique for any given amount of time, you're going to want to pull your five to 10 best customers. So those customers that spend money with you every single month, or that show up for you every six weeks, those customers, you know, that show up every time you have something new in your store, that always spend money, that promote your store to all their friends, the customers that never return anything, you know who your best customers are, right? So if you've been in business for any amount of time, you pull up those five to 10 best customers, and I like to whiteboard them out. So I'll just put their literal name. So Susan, Mary, Tanya, Kelly, right? So I put their, their real name. And then underneath them, everything that I can think of about them that, you know, comes to mind. So how much do they spend every month? Um, are they married, not married? Do they work outside the home? Um, you know, what is their style? What's their size? Um, do they shop alone or do they shop with girlfriends when they come in? 
And then they shop during the week and they shop on weekends. Like everything I can think of about these actual customers. Once you've written that all out, then I like to go through and I like to circle the things that are common denominators. So maybe I see, okay, four out of five of these women all shop on the weekend. They always shop on Saturdays. None, four of the five don't shop during the week. They always shop on a Saturday. And I see that, you know, three out of the five always spend over $100. All five of them all have kids under the age of 20, right? So some kids at home. And so you just go through the list and you circle those common denominators. And then once you pull those things out, you create your avatar. So I would pull those attributes out and then I would give that person an actual name. So I'm going to name her, let's say I'm going to name her um, Lisa, okay? Lisa is 42 years old. She has two kids under the age of 18. She always shops on the weekend. She spends $150 every time she comes in. She comes in once a month. You know, she's a size XL. Whatever those common denominator, what you're seeing as kind of that common attribute, and you create that customer avatar. And then whenever you do your marketing, your Facebook ads, your email campaigns, when you buy, you use that avatar as a filter for how you define that core customer. So no longer are you going to be marketing to all these different people, marketing to some people that are, you know, size zero, and then I'm marketing to a bunch of people that are, um, you know, maybe curvy girl sizes, and then I start carrying maternity because some people say they want that, and then, you know, I carry petites because I have one customer who wants petites. You don't do that anymore. You now focus in on that core customer, that customer avatar, and you start making the decisions around her. You start to think about her when you go to market. You start to think and speak exactly and directly to her when you're writing your emails or you're creating a Facebook post or a social media story. Um, you speak directly to Lisa, who's now your customer avatar, and it just really gives you clarity on being specific to who your customer is, okay? So that's what I want you guys to work on for this week and really think about this week. If you're not in the boutique workshop, we just came off of doing an extensive exercise like this. You can still always rethink it, right? Remember, evaluate, simplify, evaluate, simplify. So we evaluate what we do, we simplify it down, we evaluate it again. And this goes the same thing for our target market segment and our customer avatar. We evaluate and we say, here's who she is. We put that into practice for 30, 60, or 90 days. And then we track and measure or we evaluate. Is this working? Does this make sense? Is this still who I feel like that customer avatar is? Should I tweak her a little bit more? Um, but I promise this will really give you some more clarity on really defining who that core customer is. Hey there, friend. I'm so excited that you have decided to listen in today to the Boutique Workshop podcast. So this episode was first recorded live in front of all the members of my free Facebook group. Yep, you heard that right. I have a free Facebook group for boutique owners just like you. And if you aren't a member yet, I wanna invite you to come on over and join us. You can find my Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash boutique owners collective. That's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash boutique owners collective. This is the best place to keep your pulse on what's going on in the boutique industry. Come on over and join us for free tips, free training, and a lot of awesome collaboration. And thanks again for tuning in to today's podcast. Hey, thanks again for joining me today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. 
Remember, that podcast was first recorded live over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that group yet, I want to give you a warm invitation to come on over and join us in the Boutique Collective. You'll find the link for that Facebook group along with all other information or links that I shared during this podcast in the show notes. And can I ask you for one more small favor? Before you're done here today, would you be willing to share this podcast with another boutique owner that could use the information or support? And even better yet, if you loved what you heard, would you be willing to give us an awesome rating or review? That really helps spread the word as we grow the boutique workshop and bring information, support, and community to boutique owners around the country. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye. Thank you.